0: We pray, all believers say together. Amen. Amen. I want to begin a series of sermons this morning entitled "Psalms for a Pandemic." Psalms for a pandemic. This pandemic is not over. It is not a hoax. It is real. And it is not picking and choosing any persons or people, regardless of who you are and what your position may be in society. We are. Not turn the corner. I know that many of us are tired, I understand. I'm tired as well. But we have to learn to be patient. We have to learn that you can't hurry God. Amen. Amen. No, no, no. You just have to wait. And in the process of waiting, you can experience an array of emotions and feel all types of waves. It is okay to feel. Some people are so numb that they can't feel anything. They, they're so hard and hard hearted until they act. They are desensitized. To the world around them as well as the people around them. And as a result, they don't know how to feel. Then some of us live on the polarized opposite. We just stay in our feelings, feeling everything. And every time we feel something, we react to it. It's dangerous not to feel. But it's also dangerous to allow your feelings to get the best of you. And what I love about the book of Psalms is it gives us permission to feel. It gives us permission to feel. We can feel joy. We can feel sorrow. We can feel anger. We can feel vindictive. We can even have prayers of Sick of Lord, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I know we okay. don't talk about that in the church, <laughs> <laughs> well, This it's in Bible. That's all. Yeah, some prayers, but you got to ask the Lord. You can get them before I do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but the psalmist teaches us something. To know what to do with your feelings. You've got to be able to take your feelings to the Lord. All right. The songwriter said, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. The book of Psalms tells us, take our feelings. Yeah, all that stuff you feeling, all that pent-up aggression. Take it to the Lord and leave it there. Morning, we will gonna look at Psalm 46. Psalm 46. I'm gonna read this on its entirety and I'm gonna to try to preach all of it. Psalm 46. You find your copy of God's Word. We invite you to stand with us as we read the text aloud. Psalm 46. The Bible says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble and it swells the lie. There is a river whose stream make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. His voice, he utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come behold the works of the Lord. How he has brought desolation on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariot with chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. For a few moments this morning, I want to talk to this thought. Don't, Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. We are living in a very tumultuous time. We are living in a time, to use the words of uh, Thomas Paine, that tries men's soul. It is definitely a time where the entire globe has been thrust into a state of upheaval and uncertainty. Even this week, the occupant of the office but all of the medical advancements at his disposal because of the position that he holds, and even if he wasn't in the position because of his financial um, status, couldn't get access to any type of therapeutic, uh, any type of medicine that could relieve symptoms that he was feeling. And yet the truth of the matter is, they were simply doing the best they could because we are dealing with a virus that we're still trying to understand. We are simply testing and trying different medications to see which one can relieve symptoms because we know we don't have one that can heal of the illness. There are times of uncertainty. Uncertainty about interacting with even family members. Because you don't know where they have been. And you don't know who they have been. Times of uncertainty and the world is panicking. The world is panicking. The world is panicking so much that um, even on Friday they made a decision that uh, they won't leave the White House until the markets have closed because if they see um, the president walking on the south lawn, to Marine One helicopter, going to the hospital to be checked in as a patient, that the markets would begin to crumble and panic because they don't know what's really going on. Panic is all around us, but I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, that as children of commands us this morning. He admonishes us this morning not to panic. He's telling us in the midst of all that's going on, chill out. In the midst of uh, all of the uncertainty, take a chill, people. Don't panic and stay trusted. Believers should not panic even during times of tumult, upheaval, and uncertainty because God is with us and God is trustworthy. I'll say it again. Believers should not panic even during times of tumult, upheaval, and uncertainty because God is with us and God is trustworthy. This is what the psalmist is telling us in Psalm 46. Jesus. We don't know exactly what is going on when the psalmist wrote this psalm. We do know that it is a psalm of celebration. It's a psalm of congregational hymn where the people of God sing it together as they reflect upon the goodness of God in the past. They reflect upon what God has done in the past in order to encourage themselves to trust God in the present. Look what the psalmist says. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in times of trouble. Therefore, that we ought to pause and consider so that we won't panic. And then he says something else in verses 4 through 7 that we ought to pause and consider so that you and I will not panic. And then he says something else in verses 8 through 11 that you and I should pause and consider so that you and I will not panic. The first thing is in verses 1 through 3 he says, pause, consider that reflect upon the divine person so that you will not panic. Paul said, consider, reflect upon the divine person so that you will not panic. Look at what the psalmist says. God is. I love that. I love my brothers and sisters that whenever I read scripture, God is never in the past tense. God is never referred to as something that was and no longer is. Whenever we talk about God we always speak of God in the present tense because whatever He was He still is and whatever He will be He always has been. God in the present that God is our refuge and our strength a very present help in times of trouble or in trouble the son says our God is our fortress he is our refuge he is our shelter. I love this, my brothers and sisters, because what the Bible is saying is that God is what He is to me, but He is also that to all of us. The fact of uh, the matter is that God is who He is for all who trust and believe in Him. There some things that you have, I may not have. There There's some things I have. The fact that that is, none of us have it all. But one thing for sure, is if we have placed our faith in God, regardless of where you are on the social pie, on the social ladder, regardless of what your educational uh, background and credential may be, regardless of what your social economic status may be, the fact that matter is, God is our refuge and strength. Uh, trusted in him can say that it does not matter where you live it does not matter where you came from it does not matter who your people are it does not matter where you work or what your title is it does not matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican can run in and they are safe. The Psalms is telling us that we don't have to panic because shelters because the homes are not built to survive a storm. So somewhere in the middle of that improvised area, there is a place where the community can go to. And that place is built to withstand the storm. I want to suggest to you, my brothers and sisters, you're not built just stand right, I know that ain't what we used to hear. We, we're used to hearing that i built for But at the end of the day, that life will throw you something that will knock you down. Your life will give you some stuff that will knock you out. And if the God. He's not just trying to make me comfortable. Uh-huh. See, some of us want a God like that. All right. Every time we run to Him, He rubs us. <laughs> it's going to be okay, baby. All right. We want a pacifying God. Uh-huh. A God that will do us like we do babies. Uh-huh. Stick of pacifying the mouth rock him and just say it's going to be alright it's going to be alright but that's not my God I'm not saying that he does not accomplish us I'm not saying that he does not rock us in the midnight hour but the Bible says that he's our refuge and strength that when we walk to God God Somebody here knows what I'm talking about. You know, you, know if, 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 you, you have to kind of go and check their background. Ask some folks about it before you decide whether you're going to actually trust them. But the Bible says us in Psalm 46, we shouldn't panic because God is our safe place where we can go and find strength, but He's also a proven help in time. God has a track record. That's
1: what the psalmist said.
0: God has a track record where he has proven time and time again that when you get in trouble, he may not come where you want him. But he's always on time. He has a proven record. You can ask Abraham. Abraham will tell you, you can trust God. Even when you mess up and go down to Egypt and lie, God is a present help. He's proven to help you in time control. You can ask uh, Jacob after he had lied, ran away from home afraid, had to meet with Esau, afraid that Esau was going to whip him because he knew Esau was much bigger and stronger than he was. But he recognized that God is the proven help, that when you call on him, he'll be right there. You can ask uh, Daniel in the lion's den. You can ask Shadrach, Meshach in the pit to go in the burning fire and furnace. You can ask bulls in the nearest at the thread sea. You can ask them when they were going through the desert and didn't have water and God made them water sweep and gave water out of the rock. You can ask Joshua that he'll fight your battles and help you win even at the battle of Jericho. And I just believe that there are some people who's listening to me right now that can say, About it. Who God is. Not who he was. Who he is. And he's the same God. He's the same God. Some of you got testimonies from family and friends.